Guys, we are going to dive into the word, and then uh, we're going to worship just once more, and then we're going to do something cool. So everyone excited and ready? All right, I'm going to need your help with tonight. Cool? Usually it's just me talking, unless it's Jocelyn who's like, you know, uh, butting in. No, I'm just kidding. Have to give you a hard time. Uh, usually it's just me talking, but tonight I want to make sure that everyone is engaged and everyone is involved, okay? So try to avoid getting distracted. Try to avoid talking to your friend or getting on Snapchat or whatever. Like, literally, I'm, just give me like 15 minutes, and if I go past 15 minutes, then you can pull out your phone and do whatever you want. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, okay, I need you guys to finish the lyric for me. Can everyone get a little singing going? Zoe, can you get a little singing going? All right, bet. All right, <clears throat> I'm going to start it, and you guys finish it. See if you guys know these songs, okay? All of my best friends are sick of pretending. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, what about this? Thank you for... Let's go. Here, do it in my... Thank you for... Uh, I don't know the rest. <laughs> being a friend. That was it. You had it. Come on, bro. Come on, Cameron. You had it. All right, how about this one? And I... We'll always love you. You can't hit that. We'll always. Sing it after me. We'll always. <laughs> All right, how about this? How about this? Lean on me. When you're not strong, I'll be your friend. I'll be with you. Carry on. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, what about this one? This is super easy. You gotta. Beautiful, beautiful, amazing. Give yourselves a round of applause for that. Turn to the person next to you and say, you got a friend in me. Turn to the person on the other side of you and say, you got a friend in me. Tonight is all about friendship. It's all about our friends. And uh, we themed tonight, Revive Your Friends. It's not just any other night. It's not just any other revive. It's Revive Your Friends. Do I have any Fortnite players in the house? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate Fortnite. I hate Fortnite. Avery, you play Fortnite? Where do you drop? Nice. Okay. Got them. All right. Any Warzone players in the house? Okay, yeah, a little bit smaller of a crowd. Avery plays Warzone 2, apparently. Um, and, uh, you know, anyone know what fall damage is? So, like, when you're dropping out of the plane or the bus or whatever, like, if you don't, like, pull your parachute or whatever, uh, you can hit the ground and actually get knocked or get downed. Um, and it's really embarrassing. You know, I don't know if anyone experiences that, but uh, that happens to me sometimes. And, like, it's just better to not say anything, right? You just, like, you get knocked and you're like, um... I think someone sniped me, right? That's the classic. That's the classic. Um, you know, and, and maybe you take that fall damage and, and you get, or you get into trouble when you're playing Fortnite and you, you chase a, a squad that you shouldn't really be chasing because your teammates are doing something else and you're like, I got it, I got it, I got it. And then the team just like totally annihilates you and then you're knocked and you're like, I'm sorry, guys. You're going to have to revive me. That's Marco. Where's Marco at? Why can't I find him? Oh, sorry. You're too goaded. Wow. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Or what about, um, what kind of teammate are you? Are you the kind of teammate that when one of your teammates gets knocked, you just bail and you're like, you know what? See ya. I can't, I'm not going to risk my life because you got in trouble. So I'm just going to, I'm going to book it. Is anyone like that? Judah's like that. He just bails. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Uh, what about the kind of teammate that when you're in the midst of a battle and, uh, and someone gets down and you go and stick the res in the midst of a battle? Anyone like that? 
Anyone, okay, if, if, if anyone plays Wars, I know I'm losing some people because some of you guys are like, ew, video games. Um, but just stick with me for a quick second. Anyone that plays Warzone would know the feeling when you're, when you're down and there's a pre precision airstrike and you're like, this is the moment. What do I do? Do I, do I evade the precision airstrike or do I stick the res? And, uh, you know, with me, I'm always sticking the res. I got my, I got my brothers, I got my sisters, whoever's playing with me. Um, I like to stick the res. Uh, we're talking about revive your friends. What kind of friend are you? Am I talking too loud for you guys? No, we're good. I want to make sure you guys are alive. Go louder. I can go louder. I'm just joking. Uh, revive your friends. What kind of friend are you? Ooh, good question, right? What kind of friend are you? Look in the mirror. What kind of friend am I? Let me tell you a story that Jesus tells us in the Bible. Everyone has heard of this story, I'm sure. If not, let me educate you. All right, there was a guy that was minding his own business. He was walking down the road. He was traveling, you know, from one city to another city. And what happened is the, there were these, these, uh, these people that, you know, robbers, thieves, whatever, that ambushed this gentleman and uh, beat him up and left him on the side of the road almost dead, took all his money, right? Everyone know what I'm talking about? Okay, and then there were three people that came by right? There were three people that came by. The first one with, with this person that was, this, this man that was almost dead on the ground, right? Three people passed by. One person was a priest, okay? And this is literally what the priest did. He was like this. He sees the, the person down and uh, almost dead, and he was like, that was smooth, right? Joey, that was smooth. <laughs> Do it again. Well, I can't because a priest, why would a priest bail on someone that's hurting, right? Come on. That's not what priests do. It's ridiculous. Okay. Then we got a Levite and the Levite goes, I think I left the scuff mark. Sorry. I'm going to have to clean that later. The, the Levite sees the person half dead and goes, oh, oh, whoa, whoa, spicy. <laughs> um, anyone know what a Levite is? Uh, Levites are um, people that God called to be worshipers, to be worship leaders, to, to lead people into worship. And so imagine a worship leader not helping someone that's hurt, right? This is, this is the kind of people we're dealing with in the Bible, in, in the story that Jesus is telling. And then there's a third person who's a Samaritan, and he's the good Samaritan, right? We all know the story. He comes, he helps this person, he brings him on his donkey, brings him to the closest inn, and uh, tells the, the innkeeper, hey, whatever you need to do to make sure this guy is good, like, I got it. It's on my bill. It's on my tab. And uh, the Samaritan, he, the, the person that was almost dead, the Samaritan doesn't really mess with those kind of people, but he was like, you know what? This person's half dead. I got to do something. I got to help. And so that's the story that Jesus tells us about. I'm out, I'm out of breath because of the crossover and the spin. What am, man, I got I to gotta get some conditioning going, right? Okay, so what if we imagine this a little bit different? Okay, so I'm going to need some help. So uh, can I get Kenny up here? Kenny, can you come up here? And uh, I'm, we're going to reenact this story, okay? So uh, can I get Cheesy up here? So Kenny, go ahead, take the stage. Everyone say, what up, Kenny? What up, Kenny? And uh, let's just say Kenny's minding his own business. You know, he's at school, and, uh, and he's just, you know, you know, doing his thing. He's excited about uh, what's ahead for him. Uh, he's excited to get to his first class, whatnot, and he's having a good day. And then all of a sudden, Cheesy, this bully, comes out of nowhere, starts beating him up. Just, you know, beats him up and, uh, and you know, just messes with him, takes his lunch money, whatever. And, uh, yeah, okay, they're, they're going at it. <laughs> And um, so basically beats him up, and then Kenny, you're, you're, like, you're like messed up. You're on the floor. You're hurting. You're in pain. 
I don't know if anyone can see this. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Love the commitment. You can just stay seated. Awesome. And uh, so then the bully disappears because he's done his job, right? And then let's say uh, Andrea comes along, and uh, Andrea is trying to get to her period, her her class, and she sees this person hurting, and she she looks and she's like, oh, what's going on here? You're supposed to say it. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. And, uh, and she thinks, oh, should I help? But then she remembers, wait, I'm a straight-A student. Uh, I have a perfect attendance record. Uh, I'm never late to any period, any class. So you know what? I can't risk it for this person. I got to get to my class, so I'm booking it. Whoa. Then... I, should, I probably should have um, mentioned, Brian, I'm going to need you in a second. Galito comes along. Galito's going to school as well. I don't know what kind of school this is where there's, like, adults. But anyways, <laughs> um, Galito comes along, and he sees, he sees Kenny hurting, and he's trying to get to his class. But he's like, wait, like, wait, what's going on here? Someone just got beat up. Like, what should I do? And then, you know, Galo's like, you know what? I'm a champion youth worship leader. I'm a Levi. I'm a champion, champion youth worship leader. I always want to champion youth, but today I actually can't because uh, if I get mixed with this, then the bullies might come after me. So you know what? I'm not going to even mess with it. I'm getting out of here. Don't bother. And then he leaves. Imagine, imagine a champion youth leader or a champion youth student at school that just leaves someone broken like this, okay? Follow me. Follow me here. Then we got Brian, wherever he is. Brian comes along. And Brian's just some random student. Brian's just some random student who has nothing to do with Kenny, has nothing to do with church, has nothing to do with whatever, no obligation or role. And he, he sees someone hurting and he's like, you know what, like, I actually need to do something about this. I need to help this guy. So he starts helping him. He brings him to the school nurse, gets him bandaged up, makes sure that he gets lunch because his lunch money got stolen. Oh, look at that. Give it up for Brian. Give it up for Brian and Kenny. You guys, okay, can we give it up for Brian and Kenny? Thank you guys for your help. But imagine, imagine that. We had a straight A student who, you know, is awesome and perfect and, and should be able to help, didn't, because didn't want to ruin their reputation, right? And then we had someone who, who's involved in church and whatnot, but is too afraid of, of what, what, it might hap- what might happen or mo- what might follow if they get mi- mixed up in, in the wrong group of people or, or uh, is helping, you know, um, against the bullies or whatever. And the bullies see that and they're like, oh, we're going to go after Galito next. Like, so then he avoids. But then we have someone random who just is generous and decides, you know what? Like, I have empathy for this person. I got to help out. Now, I want you to ask yourself, which person in that story, in that example, are you? Which person are you? Which friend are you? Are you too worried about what you got going on and, and your reputation and, and what you look like and, and what friends might think of you. So anytime it comes to church or coming to youth or going to camp, you just keep it on the down low. You don't share your faith. You don't talk about Jesus. You don't, you don't encourage anyone because you don't want to look like you're, you know, you're doing something that might hurt your reputation because you're trying to keep it with the cool people. You're trying to you know, keep your, your swag or whatever you guys call it these days. Um, like, you know what I mean? Are you that kind of friend that is more concerned about how people see you than you are about helping someone that's in need? Or maybe you're a champion youth student and, uh, and you, know, you just don't want to you don't want to risk, like, you know, getting in the mix of the wrong people. It's kind of the same thing, but you're not so much worried about your reputation. You're more worried about your insecurities. And uh, maybe you have trauma from, uh, from some time that someone's made fun of you or, or uh, that, that someone's mocked you or, or made you feel like you shouldn't 
do what you're doing. You shouldn't believe in Jesus or whatever. So then you're like hesitant and you're like, you know what? Yeah, like I don't wanna, I don't wanna make it known that I'm, I'm a part of Champion Youth, so I just can't mess with this, whatever. Or are you the kind of friend that empathizes and sees someone that's hurting? Maybe it's not being beaten up at school. Maybe it's not, you know, getting mugged or, or getting your lunch money taken or whatever, but maybe it's just someone that's actually just hurting. Maybe it's someone that you know that is going through something where maybe their parents are going through a divorce or maybe they had someone, uh, a friend totally hurt them and leave their life or whatever. I don't know. We never know what people are going through, but what kind of friend are we? Because we're talking about revive your friends and you don't have to be besties with someone in order to make an impact in their life. So what kind of friend can you be? Because Jesus calls us to be friends to people. And he, he tells that story about the Good Samaritan because he's explaining, hey, which person was the best neighbor to the, the man that was beaten and broken? Which person? And the, the people he's talking to, they say, oh, the Samaritan that helped him out. And so then Jesus says, go and do likewise. Go and be that kind of friend. That's what he calls us to do. So we got to ask ourselves, well, shoot, like, there's a hurting world that we know. There's a hurting society. There's a, uh, uh, an insecurity complex. There's a comparison complex in our, our culture, in, uh, in social media, where it's like whoever is most popular is going to be okay, and whoever is least popular, yeah, we don't, we don't really want to talk about them, or we, we, we want to talk about them just negatively in, in a bad way. We want to gossip about them, make fun of them, or whatever. Like, we deal with this kind of stuff, and it can look totally different. It doesn't have to be the examples that I mentioned, but this is what we're dealing with in our world, in our generation, this generation. Hey, I know you guys are part of this generation and you guys are amazing, but this generation is a little messed up, if I can say so. Not in, a, not in like a judgmental way, but our generation's hurting. There's some things that our generation doesn't understand about their identity or about what God has for them. They need champion youth to reach out, to love them, give them a bridge so that they can be connected to Jesus. And it's gonna take this group of students, it's gonna take this group of people that love Jesus, that can stand here and worship and be in the presence of Jesus to share that feeling, to share the good news about what other people can experience if they come to church, if they come to youth. Does this make sense? So what kind of friend are you? This is how to be a friend. We're gonna do three quick points. And then, uh, and then we're gonna go from here. Am I past the 15 minute mark? Probably, I'm sorry, but it was fun. We had fun, right? We had fun. Worship team, why don't you guys just get ready because I'm gonna go through this really quick. How to be a friend. Number one, a friend is available. You gotta be available. You gotta make yourself approachable. You gotta make yourself available. You can't be too caught up in your own agenda that you're not thinking about, hey, this person next to me actually is going through something and you know what, like maybe I should say something to them that can encourage them versus just like, well, yeah, I'm really busy. I got stuff to focus on. I got my own summer that I'm worried about. Uh, I don't wanna really invite this person to youth because then I'll have to like sit with them and talk to them and, and probably buy their chicken nuggets or something. So I'll just let them figure out what they wanna do Sunday night and I'll just enjoy Revive for myself and hang with the people that I know, right? We're, we're, we're too unavailable because we're worried about our agenda. You know, like my life purpose, this is what I believe, guys, truly. My life purpose, me, JD, is to be a light to others, to be an influence to others. Like, it's not so much my purpose is to become successful, become cool, and, you know, like, make sure I'm good and stuff. Like, I genuinely believe God has called me to be a light to others, to be an influence to others, to not be an influencer, like, on social media and stuff like that, but to influence 
anyone at any time. That's what I feel my purpose is. It's not about me, and this is what I believe. I win when we win. I win when we win. When we as a community, we as a generation, we as friends, we as family, when we win, that, that's when I, I get the win. So that's what I'm about. I'm not worried about me getting my own win by myself. It's about a team. It's about the family. That's how you can be a friend. A friend is available. And just bring those pads in whenever. Don't worry. Um, and then number two, how to be a friend. A friend has compassion. A friend feels empathy. That's another word for compassion. A friend has compassion for others. That's, that's the character of Jesus. Everywhere he went in, in, uh, in life, whenever he was walking around, he was cruising with the disciples and the crew, he had compassion for those that were hurting. And, and what did he do? He stopped for every single person that he came in contact with. He wasn't like, ah, oh, guys, we got dinner. We got to go. Like, oh man, we got to meet up at McDonald's. We got to go, disciples. Come on, let's go. Let's leave this person. He was like, yo, yo, we have a schedule. I got to go preach, but hey, I'm going to help this person. I'm going to make sure they're okay. A friend has compassion to where they feel, feel something in their heart and they know they can do something to impact this person's life. Let's have understanding that other people near us or around us might be going through something that we don't even know about. And we shouldn't have to see a social media post or a story of, hey guys, like this is what's going on or you know, like keep me in your prayers, keep me in your thoughts. There's nothing wrong with that, but we shouldn't have to wait for an announcement on social media or in a group text or waiting for an announcement of, hey, this person passed away or hey, this person is, in, is, is quitting or hey, this person is moving because they can't handle uh, the stress of this or whatever. Like we, we should not be waiting for announcements of crazy life experiences. We should not be waiting for that. We should be having the understanding of, you know what, like, Someone next to me might actually be hurting right now. So what can I do to be a light? What can I do to be a strength? Even if it's not that big of a deal, even if they just hurt their ankle and they're just like really stressed because they have a cheer competition coming up or something, I wanna just encourage them, hey, God loves you and he's got you. Don't worry about this. It's gonna work out for good. Boom. Smallest, smallest thing makes a big impact. We gotta have understanding. Number three, a friend takes action. Friend takes action. Compassion, we gotta have, and we gotta allow compassion to lead us to action. You know, don't despise a small action. Don't despise the idea of sending a text message. Don't despise the idea of sending a comment on someone's post of just like, hey, you got this. Or, man, it's so cool to see you thriving. I believe in you. Or, man, you're glowing, you're great keep doing what you're doing, keep loving, keep doing your thing, whatever. Now, I know we like to support each other and we like to hype each other up and be like, you go girl, or let's go homie, or whatever like we might say, and like, it's fun and that's awesome. But like, let's have some depth when we're gonna do, we're gonna take those actions. Let's have some depth in our words so that we're actually building people up, even on an Instagram comment, even on a reply to a story. Swipe up and just say, hey, I love seeing you smile. I love your smile. Your eyes light up the room. Okay, now don't say that to, you know, a girl if you're a guy and you're like, your, your eyes light up the room, whatever. You know, you gotta make sure you have, you're in the right and you have approval from parents and, you know, authorities and all that stuff, whatever. <laughs> authorities, meaning your leaders, your influences, whatever. But the smallest thing of, hey, when you smile, like, it, it impacts me. That changes a person's entire mood. 
And they're like, dang, the fact that you would even say that is so cool. So don't despise a small action. Guys, this is the thing. We'll never know what impact we make until we, make, until we go to heaven. We will never actually know what our influence or impact did until we go to heaven and see the results and see the people that made it to heaven because of our action, because of our compassion and because of our availability. Whew, so good. So can we, hearing all of that about being a friend and not just to the homies, not just to the girlies or whatever, like not just to the people that we're close with, but the people that we don't even know, can we have that availability, compassion, and take action to be the friend that God calls us to be in and through our community, in and through our schools, in and through our families, and all of the above.